on the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like I'm so excited about this new series. It is the wives and women of country music. Women who are married to some of the biggest stars in country music or who are artists themselves, but also wives. We're talking all about how they navigate this crazy lifestyle. It is so fun being in this music industry, but it is so layered and these women are incredible and we're getting real, you guys. We're talking marriage, we're talking babies, we're talking miscarriage, we're talking callings, we're talking everything. It's not just all the glitz and the glam. It is the full story. First up, I have Abby Smyers. She's married to Dan Smyers of Dan and Shay. She is a real life angel. She's saving all the dogs in the world. She grew up in country music. Her dad was in radio. She worked at Warner Brothers Records where she ended up meeting Dan. They fell in love. Their story is incredible. And she's just one of the most genuine souls I personally know. And she's such a dear friend. So I am so excited to kick off this series with her. And I'm also so excited because this is a series on women that I'm partnering with Ava Women. If you haven't heard of them yet, you've got to, especially if you're a woman trying to conceive or you have a friend who's trying to conceive or if you just want to get in touch with your body. Because as we all know, conceiving is not always easy. You have to pee on sticks, take your temperature, you're playing the guessing game with all the apps. It's not ideal at all and it's hard to predict your most fertile days. So Ava Bracelet is changing the process for women and making it easier than ever to know your fertile window. You wear the bracelet when you sleep, you connect to the Ava app in the morning, you get insights on changes in physiological parameters that detect where you are in your cycle, including your most fertile days in real time. Ava doubles your chances of conceiving each month. I've been wearing this bracelet and I love it. So if you're planning on growing your family, I could not recommend this more. Head to avawomen.com. That's A-V-A-W-O-M-E-N.com and enter the code REALTALK for $20 off your order. I'm also so excited to tell you guys about the vitamins I've been taking. They're called Care Of. It's a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamins and supplement packs to your door. It's super easy. All you got to do is go on their website, take a five-minute quiz. They ask you about your diet, health goals, lifestyle choices. Then your vitamins get delivered right to your door in personalized, easy-to-remember daily packs. It's perfect for someone who's busy and on the go like myself. And Care of is giving back because a portion of every sale goes towards the Good Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. This is legit, you guys. Care of offers vegan and vegetarian supplement options. There's post and prenatal vitamin supplements. Care of makes taking vitamins fun and easy and personalized for you. So I'm telling you, you've got to check it out. And I've got a discount code for you for 25% off of your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Visit takecareof.com and enter the promo code CARO, C-A-R-O. So visit takecareof.com, T-A-K-E-C-A-R-E-O-F.com and enter the promo code CARO, C-A-R-O, for 25% off your first month's personalized care of vitamins. Check it out. All right, here's Abby Smyers. We're here in the doghouse. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. <laughs> this is the one doghouse you actually want to be in. It is a good doghouse. It is full of dogs at different and different number of dogs, just depending on the day. There we have are. three right now. They you're, knew we're talking about you're them. You're probably going to hear them. Oh, oh, there they are. Um, Who are you trying to talk to over there, dog? The squirrels. <laughs> there are squirrels that run along the top of the fence, and that is what they talk to. So this is their day. Yeah. Like, this is their day. Are they hunting those they, squirrels? Are they like, protecting? I don't know if they want to be friends with the squirrels or if they like hate the squirrels. I don't know. I don't have an answer. But, but it's like urgent. And there's a lot of squirrels too. It, this is like an all day thing. <laughs> all day long. <laughs> I think about that sometimes. Like I think about dog world and I think about my dogs yes. and what sugar gets fired up about. Yeah. 
And I'm like, like oh, and I she's like I giving it her all about that. Yeah. It's stress, like real I know. stress. I know. And see, you can see it. There's, there's another one. <laughs> okay. And you can also see my dirty windows. Whew. Hey, I've never washed my windows. <laughs> I don't even know where. I, How do you, do you have to call someone? I to think do you that? have to call someone. <laughs> being a homeowner, I'm like, How, is there a manual for I being know. a homeowner? My, whenever my dad is staying with us, he like always comes up with something to do. And I'm like, how do you know to do these things? And he was like, well, you just do them. I was like, but I don't, no one ever told me. Where do you, how are you supposed course. to know? I know. I'm like, what do you, how do I know? I'm like, should I have, like, he was like, did you get your unit tuned? I was like, like what, what does that what's, even mean? What's your unit? What's a unit? What am I tuning? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Dan tunes. Is what sh- does it mean? I shouldn't say that word. Um, <laughs> things all the time. Um, I guess it's like your HVAC unit. Which is your heater? Mm-hmm. I was supposed to get it tuned twice a year. It's never been tuned. You're supposed to get it tuned twice a year? <laughs> That's what he told me. How do you find a <laughs> HV? How do you find a heater tuner? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you, adulting, it is... It's, it's so hard. It's a blessing, and I'm grateful to be here, but I'm like, help. Help. Is there a hotline? <laughs> I know. Uh, I was having... I've, trying to remember who I had this conversation with the other day. Oh, it was a total stranger, a complete stranger. <laughs> I was having the conversation. She was visiting from Kansas City, Nashville. And so since I'm from Kansas City, we were discussing that. And then her pipes burst at the house because it was snowing and like frozen. Water pipes. And she was like, I don't know what to do. And I said, call your dad. And she was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Because I, I was like, I don't have an answer. I don't Call know. your dad. I mean, truly. <laughs> It is just like <laughs> one thing after the other. We had to get a new roof right when we moved in and a new heater. <clears throat> had no idea. <coughs> Sorry. You're fine. Had no idea that was going to happen. Yeah. It's like, okay, wham, bam, just okay. kick it and right off. Those are expensive things. Real expensive. Real expensive things. I know. Load. <clears throat> Load. <laughs> so how did you get into dogs? Like when did you first find your big love? And My big love of dogs. And I've make it your obsession. loved dogs. Dogs have been... I always say that I am convinced that I was a dog at some point. Definitely. Um, what kind? I don't know. I don't know what kind. But Do you think I was it's like a mixed breed or definitely, purebred? Okay. Definitely a mixed breed. You're more mixed breed, hybrid a, kind of girl. Definitely a hybrid. But I don't know like exactly which breed. Okay. Definitely not any of the breeds I have. I don't like. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. I don't connect with their personality. I connect with them as beings but I don't understand their personality. what are their personalities okay so Chiefs is like we didn't know when we named him Chief that we were naming him exactly what he should be named he's the boss yes we were naming him Chief because his rescue name was Natchez and I like wanted to stick with the theme and I'm from Kansas City so the Kansas City Chiefs was like Chief perfect then his personality came out and he is the boss, as anyone who knows. <laughs> well, he thinks he is. He's a little sergeant. Yes. Joy's actually the boss. But Chief has like this big personality and he's just like really worked up all the time. <laughs> and, and then he's really yeah, worked, worked up. up all the time. Like, are squirrels like one of the major ones that work him up? So squirrels don't bother him. He's just like in his own head. He's, he's just like, regulating. He's an existential crisis kind of guy. Like <laughs> something is happening in his head. So this is the White House and he's yes. like on protection lockdown exactly. at all times. And he's just like, he is just on edge. and But it's definitely all in his brain like he the other two will <laughs> react to like the squirrel outside or like people walking by the house he is just like in his own head he's okay. just very angsty as i call him okay okay and then okay. ghost oh hello Chief. i wish that i was ghost okay, ghost is why. happy all the time oh no matter what rough life he did he was chained outside for four and a half years uh, through all the seasons for all the seasons chained to other dogs that were bigger than him and they would like throw food at them so he was really skinny when we got him because he was fighting everyone else for food but he, despite all of this he is the happiest dog his tail is always wagging he's obsessed with toys Aww. like when i give him a new toy he just like can't believe it he's overjoyed <sighs> by it so i wish that i was ghost i wish <laughs> that i was that happy all the time and so overjoyed by and every little for thing and yes. things yes and even like when like chief <clears throat> is being mean to him then he is still so happy it's like the best enjoy i think if i was one of my dogs i would be joy okay talk to me about joy i am my personality is one that I can like definitely turn on. Okay. Uh, I get that. I get that. <laughs> and so if, but my heart is very, as I wear my homebody shirt, <laughs> that is my heart. And my heart is very introverted, but I can turn on my extroverted self. And Joy doesn't necessarily turn hers on, but she is, I think, me. Like she yeah. is constantly feeling this struggle of like, 
I love people. I want to be around people, but I'm terrified of people. So I think Joy and I are like the closest. Um, I totally get that. Yeah. Like I feel like I can be such a people person yeah. and talk to anyone. I enjoy people. Same. But does it like uh, suck at your, deplete your mm-hmm. energy? What is it? Is I it, don't know. Mm. I don't know what it is, but it can be really depleting. I guess because you want to bring your best self. Yes. And you want to like be as great as you can. And it's honestly yep. like you have to drop all like all the other real stuff going on. You can yeah. talk about it, but you just have to like be a thousand percent. A thousand percent. And it's like hard to stay on that level or something. I've been trying, I think like everyone, because it's a, it's really trendy right now. I've been trying to understand my Enneagram. Oh, let's uh, talk about it. Yes. What number are you? I'm a two. Oh, so, so I'm you're the helper. helper. Um, and it makes total sense. I okay. get it. But we, I've been really trying to understand it. And I was posed a question of like, what I loved about my number and okay. what I hated about Talk it. Talk to me about that. And it actually made me really emotional when I started to think about it, but it goes back to what we were just talking about is I love that I, my number, because I think it makes me very empathetic and compassionate. Absolutely. Um, and I love that part of it, but also it makes me have a crippling fear of not being liked. I get that. Like so crippling. And when I was like processing that, because I don't you want to help had, people, yeah, and I, your biggest fear would be that all of your intentions and yes, your love is like for not, and it, people don't 100%, like you. One hundred percent. Like, yeah. and I'm trying. But when you're just focused on it, like that's the other part of a two is kind of giving yourself way more than you are probably getting in return, okay. which I can handle. But then I think that ties into me being fearful of being disliked, and that you're giving some, so much. One hundred percent. And so I think that is the thing that maybe makes putting yourself out there really depleted because if I'm really afraid of not getting that in return or someone not liking who I am, then I'm like, just want to retreat and yes. be like, here I am in my house. But that was so off topic from your original question of how did I get into dogs? Joy though. <laughs> I feel joy. like my spirit animals are my dogs yes, too. Like they reflect your personality. But she does. How do you? Okay, so I'm a four on the Enneagram, uh-huh. and it's the romantic. Yep, and like I could see that. Ugh, it's I feel like it's the worst one. I could see that because it. I mean, it's such a beautiful one. It but is. It's, it's like, such a beautiful one. It's all about this intense passion, mm-hmm. and so the, when the passion's all positive and going great, I'm it's like all good. electric. Electric. Yep. Um, the world is magical. Sunshine, butterflies. Literally. Yep. All the time. I, I can't even remember a bad thing in my life. I love that. When I am in the opposite, like the more of this. So when you're in your unhealthy part of your number. Like when I'm like dealing with something Mm -hmm. or like super emotional, it's like the world is over. I don't know how I'm going to get out of here. How how do I get better? (laughs) It's raining all the time in my brain. It's so interesting though when you like, when someone puts it into words for you and then you feel like you kind of understand yourself a little bit more. Yes. But just try to live in the healthy part of your number. How do you? what we're all trying to do. So when you're in your unhealthy part of the two, so Uh say you're at like the massive party. Yep. And like all these people are there that you love, but it's like, oh gosh, okay, I got to turn my my socializing on. What is yeah. your fear, and then how do you overcome your fear? So my fear in that, I guess, always just stems back to not being liked for who I am. And so I think sometimes I, and I don't know if this is part of my number or not. I haven't, I don't know. I haven't gotten to that part, but I think that sometimes I fall into a habit of being whatever the people around me want me to be. I totally get that. Um, I can do that too. Yeah. And so I'm just like, because I want to be liked, I'm trying to be whatever that group of people or that person needs me to be. Mm -hmm. But that's something that I always say to Dan and something I'm so grateful of him because he does not care. Oh, we're getting, okay guys, we're getting a FedEx package oh, and oh, it dogs. is about to be madness in my house. Okay. Dogs gone wild. Dogs are going to go wild. So just be prepared for that. Okay. Um, okay. Here we go. Symphony of dogs. <laughs> here we go. They might. Yep. Oh. Here it is. Oh, guys. Oh, get him chief. You tell him who's boss. All right, everybody. <laughs> All right, guys. I think they're on. Are they going back to the truck? That's amazing. There they are. Go ahead. Good job, dogs. You you scared them away. Oh. You did great. Oh. That that's him bullying his you brother. You did your job. Did you, they go back in? You did, did I have your to job. Sign for something, Chief. I'm very proud of you. 
you're a great regulator, Joy and Ghost. Way to, way to step up there. Did I need to sign for that, or, um, or did they get back in? They're back in. Okay, so maybe I didn't need to sign for it. Okay, nobody's I feel like leaving have I feel like they would have stuck around. Okay, by Should the we door check? longer. That's all right. It'll come back tomorrow. I'll check. <laughs> okay, let's check. I'll okay, check. we'll just do a little safe. quick check. There might be something Yeah. I don't know what it is. You you never know. I mean, I'm always excited when I get a package. Okay. Great. Okay. It's here. Oh. This is why I like this podcast because we're doing real life. And I feel like it's fun to get a look into people's worlds. Like Abby with the dog world. Okay. She's signing. She loves it. They're all best friends. Oh, that was a party. Okay. Party with the UPS or FedEx. Um. Great. So they needed you to sign? No, they didn't. They just knew the name. So that was <laughs> uncomfortable. And oh we gosh. just had a little love session about tequila. <laughs> no so, way. Yes. Isn't that weird when people like know it, where yeah, you live? Yeah, we've been having a discussion of maybe we should not be addressing things in our name anymore. And that might have been the answer. <laughs> but it's okay. They were very nice. They oh, love the song. They were just listening to it. <laughs> Speaking of, okay, we're going to come back to the Enneagram. Because yes, um, I want to know about this. Okay, party. Yes. But then I want to know. Speaking of your husband, Dan, yes. Dan and Jay had the biggest freaking song ever this year, Tequila. It was so a I want to talk song. about it. Yes. I want to talk about how your we'll life talk about changed, it. all that. But yes. first, back to the Okay, Instagram. back to the party. Back yes. to the party. So, Dan, that's what we were discussing. That is something that I always tell him that I am so grateful for from him because he kind of, this was something, I, like, I think a struggle that I dealt with for so long was being what everyone else wanted me mm-hmm. to be. And Dan does is so good about just being himself. And of course he cares um, very much, and especially when it comes to his art and his craft. And he like definitely cares in that respect what people think. But in terms of like, I don't know, someone like if someone says something negative on social media, I'm like affected by it for the rest of my life. <laughs> he like never thinks about it ever one time. What's his number? Um He's never taken it, what would but you guess? I would guess he's a three. Very, I'm very confident What's that he's a three. Three is the achiever. Okay. okay. Um, and their kind of validation is by being um, commended for what they have accomplished, like okay. their their work or their art or their craft or whatever it is. So I'm very confident that he is very strongly a three. Okay. But I'm going to make him take it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So how do you handle your fear? You're so in this I room, handle it. Your helper, your helper negative is right. popping up. It's flaring. You're neg- right. Your unhealthy helper's flaring. I think that honestly, in the last few years, the confidence that he has instilled in me to be myself has really helped me in that and that I'm partner to have it is it's really great because he has made me feel really comfortable with just being myself so I think that I've been able to eliminate a little bit of the trying to appease everyone else and be what everyone else wants me to be I definitely still struggle with it all the time it goes you and I talk about this all the time it goes back to not being able to say no um which is something else that I will always work on and probably always (laughs) struggle with um but I keep trying uh but I think that is honestly where I would go in terms of trying to feel the healthy part of it is just being comfortable and confident and know that I am enough just as I am and then I would after very much need some alone time (laughs) with my dogs how awesome is it that Abby is so real she's so real about her insecurities she's so real about how hard it is for her to say no but she's working on it the Enneagram I've loved learning about the Enneagram Just like I have loved learning about my body. I have been in a season with learning about my body. That is why I've been so excited about these Care of Vitamins, a monthly subscription that delivers personalized vitamins to my door in individual packs just for me. It's based on my diet, health goals, lifestyle. You go to their website, you take a quick five-minute quiz. It is so easy, and then voila, you get a pack made for you. Care of puts honesty first, providing that all the research that supports each of their recommendations is backed by a scientific advisory board. Like I said, they have pre and postnatal vitamins, which I'm super excited about. They have vegan and vegetarian options. And if you use the promo code CARO, C A R O, and go to their website, takecareof.com, you will get 25% off of your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Again, go to takecareof.com and enter the promo code C A R O and get 25% off of your first personalized month of care of vitamins. 
And like I mentioned before, if you're a woman who's ready to conceive a child or if you just want to get to know your body better, you've got to check out the Ava bracelet. I've been wearing mine every single night and it is changing the process of just understanding your fertile window and when the best time to conceive is. Nobody likes peeing on sticks, having to take your temperature every day, playing the guessing game. That is such a headache and it's so hit or miss. But with the Ava bracelet, all you have to do is wear it every single night when you sleep and then you connect to the app in the morning and you get all the insights. They tell you how long you sleep, body temperature, and if you're fertile and when your fertile windows are. So it doubles the chance of you conceiving each month. Make sure you head to avawomen.com. That's A-V-A-W-O-M-E-N.com and enter the code REALTALK, R-E-A-L-T-A-L-K, for $20 off of your order. Again, go to avawomen.com and enter the code REALTALK for $20 off of your order. All right, let's get back to Abby and hearing more amazing insight because she's the best. What do you do when you're when you're recharging and calming down? Like, what happens in your alone time? What happens in your brain? My brain, my brain is a lot of anxiety and stress. But then, um, my calmness is definitely here, like where we are. I have such a sense of peace in my home, and that is my like recharge place. Target is my recharge <laughs> place. I want to go to Target today. Target actually, does make you just feel it, so good. It does. I feel like something's in the air. I don't know what. Maybe it is. You know how they like pump oxygen in at the Vegas, Vegas? Yeah. and maybe they do something there too. I think they do. I think they might. Um, and but, the lighting's perfect, and all yes, the clothes are so cute. They're so cute. You always need everything in there. Haley Hubbard and I were talking about this the other day because we're the same. I am like shopping is my drug of choice. Okay. And so Target really helps me or new <laughs> shoes. But like if I'm feeling a little upset, if I like find something to buy, I feel a lot better, which is probably not a good coping mechanism. But That's good. I always want to dye my hair or get a tattoo. <laughs> I love it. A little more no. permanent that I need to like probably not <laughs> Maybe do that. Maybe go with shoes. <laughs> I told Michael, I was like, I think I'm ready for my half sleeve now. And I'm like, do okay. it. he's all about it. But I'm like, do I'm thinking about it for one I'm more year. I'm all about it. Fully support it. But, but yes, I like it that is coping mechanism. Yeah. Okay, so you just recharge and does it just like silence your brain or something? Yeah. It does. I think if I... You need to give it some space. I need to cut off like yeah. for a minute. And I will... Something that I just learned about myself is how negatively I am affected by social media. So I don't okay. know if you've done the update on your phone, but you can limit the amount of time you're on it. Oh. And so I, it like locks me out. I mean, I can type it in and get back on, which I am definitely guilty of, <laughs> but it lets me... It makes me at least think about it. Mm -hmm. And I have never felt better in the last few weeks of doing that. I only let myself have an hour of social media time a day. Great. Um, and since I, you know, do social media for the dry house with Allie, like by the time I'm done doing my work and then maybe a little bit of personal time, I'm pretty much done, done. for the day by like before 11. It's <laughs> and, like exercising. It's you work it into your schedule. Right. And it's then like, I'm okay, like, I'm right. blocking this off and then that's yeah. it. So you can see my puzzle. Like I've been doing a puzzle instead and like trying to think of things that are rather than just scrolling. Cause yes. I think there's like a beauty to social media of like, getting to be inspired by other people, but there's also a, a really deep place of comparison there. Yes, and yes. I think I have learned that that's not a really healthy thing for me. So the less time I'm spending on it, the better I feel. I and it's that. really great. It's been a really freeing thing. And that is great because it allows you just to stay in your own life. Right. Even if you just pop on social media for like five minutes yes. here and there, all of a sudden you are flooded with people's yes, lives and you what are. everyone's doing. And you can't help but have your thoughts thinking in about somewhere else in your brain. Yeah, because you're and and it has made me feel more present and it's made me feel much more connected to my own life and and just like I don't know it's even made me feel a little nostalgic in times of going back to growing up where none of that existed and I'm and it's really like really fun to go back to that where I'm just like I'm sitting here I'm doing a puzzle we're watching a Hallmark Christmas movie yes. and like that was and not being wrapped up in anything else and it makes me feel good so I'm at this point where I have been having to sit on the same vein teach myself to be okay with just being my, in myself absolutely if that makes sense like, absolutely <clears throat> sitting down and not letting myself have a distraction for my brain yeah really like whether it's exercise whether it's having lunch with friends sure. whether it's like being on social media whether it's like scheming up something I need to do for work or something yep. it's just like constant walking the dog stressing yeah. out about future stuff yeah it's like I have made myself and life has sort of presented this season to me anyway of just having to be in the to stillness shut off a little bit and shut off 
And it's really good. And learn how to just be with myself. Because right. it's hard. It is hard. It is yourself. hard. And then you, but it's also so good and freeing. And yeah. you can just be and in that space. And it makes me space. feel like worthy enough to be alone. Because I feel like a lot of the time I fill myself with time. I fill my time with things because I'm like, I need to be constantly busy or right. else I'm not worthy. Right. But I am worthy even if I'm not constantly busy. Yeah. So you're probably a four wing three, aren't you? Wait, <laughs> achiever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably your wing. Oh, um, God. But yeah. No, it is. And I think we all need to kind of get back into that space and feel like just because, you know, we all grew our generation. We we know what it was like to not have social media. We're the last of that. Yeah. Like my little brother is never going to know that. And but we do know it. And so we need my little brother's 15. We're 15 years apart. So he's always had social media and he like it's always been around his life. And I just I want to always remember that time when we didn't and maybe try and recreate a little bit of it. And because it does make you feel a lot better. You don't realize it. It just it makes you feel a lot better to disconnect for a second and, and just it's boundaries. Like right, we've let social media run rampant because it's like it's it's almost like a, yes. it's such a quick thing to do, and yes. everyone's doing it. So it's like you can't even get mad at people for doing it. Anymore. Yes, like back in the day, people were never allowed to have their phones at dinner. No, but now everyone's just on social media on it all, all the, time. the time. So it's like you can't even correct someone for doing it because it's normal. We all embrace this really bad habit. Yep. When really we should create boundaries like we have boundaries for everything everything else, else. yep that's why i'm not gonna eat donuts 24 hours no, a day absolutely not You'll schedule a time to do it exactly and it's your your cheat time and that should be something and then you enjoy it and you don't beat yourself exactly. up about it exactly it's great there's um i don't know have you ever do you listen to john bellion's music at all are you uh, familiar with him no. um so something that I love about Dan and I's relationship so much is like our love for music and like discovering new music and listening to music and like processing lyrics and things like that. But there's this guy that he introduced me to, John Bellion, and he just came out with his second record. And there is something about his music and his lyrics that every existential crisis I have in my mind, like every single one, like the things that keep me up at night and make me worry about society and my life and things like that he puts into a song and it's like I didn't even know until I heard it then I'm like oh my god that's exactly how I feel like that is what makes me upset and he has this song on his new record called the internet and it's basically the the line is life became dangerous the day we all became famous no one cares if you're happy just as long as you claim it and I'm just sitting there and I'm like oh my god like it's so true like we are we take that as fact and word in these like curated moments that we have created on the internet and they're like, Oh, well, Oh my gosh. Like look how happy they are when we have no idea because we haven't even stopped to ask them because they look really happy on the internet. (laughs) And, and so it's a really, it, that song is like, and it's like, he has such sick tracks and it's like real upbeat, but, but like the words you're like, Oh my gosh. And, um, you'll have to listen to this song, stupid deep. It's my favorite. And you'll really like, connect to it I, I think stupid deep. it's exhausting it's <laughs> basically like m- maybe everything I've been chasing like every like maybe who I am is just fine like maybe everything that I do is for validation from someone else but like even though I'm okay and it's like the whole inside my heart is stupid deep like all of that and you'll love it it's just like it's a very it's just a song that makes you be like Oh my gosh. Me. Yeah. Like and you're just like it you're that is like that is what I feel all of the time, but I could never verbalize it in the way that he does. So I do think the fan. plus <laughs> of social media is for instance like this and music in yeah. general is People at this point, I think we're hitting a wall with it. We're like, okay, it's, it, yes. there's something, there's a dark side to there it. There is. When it first came out, it was like social media, pictures, no big deal, yeah. easy breezy. We get to see pictures of our friends, amazing. Great way to keep up. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, everyone became a parent of the comparison thing because yep. everyone talks about it. Yep. And now I feel like we're entering into a time where it's like, it's a wonderful time because it's like we're all figuring out. Okay, how can we be honest? Yes. Because we're all crying out that we need honesty yep. and people to be real yep. and not perfectly curated. Yep. And I feel like something's happening where some people are getting brave enough to share their real stories and Absolutely. thoughts on social media. Absolutely. And, and that's where I'm loving that Absolutely. it's Absolutely. And it's great because I think... It's starting conversations. Yeah. 
I mean, like the king of influencer, the fat Jewish, he did an article and it was so interesting the other day that it was like, the influencer is dead. Like Mm -hmm. we are all so sick of the same thing over and over and the repetition and the, the curated story where he was like, he's not saying like, Instagram's going to go away, but that kind of story is over. Like, and, and yes. And like, people just want to see life and they're over this curated story that everyone's trying to point out. So, yes. um, it was a really, it was a New York times article That's and it awesome was really, him it was, that. yeah. A guy whose entire livelihood has been based on being an influencer. And so it was really, it was a really interesting article because you're just like, I don't, he is, he's, I mean, that's why he's getting into like alcohol brands and things like that. Cause he's trying to figure out where there's like a more sustainable future for himself. And it was, it was more of like a business article than anything, but there were some elements to it that were also, you know, a psychological element too. So it was really interesting. I love that. And I love this and I love, I just love that people can share their real stories. Yeah. So, okay. You were in music before. Yeah. Anything. Your was. dad was in music. You grew yep. up in music. Talk to me about your musical journey, how you ended up at Warner. It yeah. led to you meeting your husband. It did. The now best you've been thing on ever. a wild ride. So yeah. Just kind of like start, start me out from the start. So my dad was in radio for 41 years. And he, he was like the best. He's the best. Um, he retired two years ago. Um, and he was in radio in Kansas City, started in pop, and then they flipped his station to country, and it was like the end of the world for him. He was like, I cannot program sad. country music. Oh, my God. <laughs> now you couldn't get him to listen to anything else. Um, he, he, he won't listen to anything but country music. <laughs> but I remember when they flipped his station from pop to country. And, and he had such a cool and unique career himself because – I mean, he's gone through eight owners and that is not a normal thing in radio. Most people, unfortunately, are let off like they're going to be let go when they um, get a new owner or a format change or anything like that. Like a lot of people lose their jobs and he never did. He's been he was with the same station for 28 years. Wow. Um, started when he was 15 in a small town of Emporia, Kansas, where he's from. But, um, but then when he moved to Kansas city and got the job at Q104, that was, I mean, he's never been anywhere else and, um, had a, a few like cool promotions in that where he was then became the operations manager of the whole cluster. So he got to go back to the pop format a little bit, but he only, but he exclusively programmed the country station for the programming. It means he makes the playlist yes. that all the stations that he programs for listen to. Correct. So um, he is like the DJ of all these stations. Yeah, picking it he's up. picking it all out. Um, he <laughs> was on air for a little bit. He did the morning show for a long time, um, and then. But he always programmed that station, and then he had he had programmers for his uh, the stations that he oversaw, like the mm-hmm. pop station, the easy listening station. But he never gave up control of Q one hundred four. It was like his little his brainchild, and he loved it. So I just kind of grew up all around that. And that means you have to stay on top of music, you have yeah. to stay on top of artists, yes. new artists, songs, and so you're growing up hearing all the newest artists, all the newest songs having your own opinions probably because yeah. you're thinking, oh, this is how songs get picked. Absolutely, and especially with him, like. I'm, this is a no bias statement. He is a guy who's always supported new artists and always wanted to give the new artist a chance. And, you know, this novel idea of actually paying an artist to come play in their market, but he always paid them, you know, and he was just like a, he was a really big supporter of music and new music and country as a whole. Um, and Mike Kennedy is his name (laughs) and he's the best. Hi dad. Um, but he was inducted into the country music hall of fame and that was kind of like his, he wanted to do that before he retired. So after that happened, he retired a couple of years after that. And um, I think he's a little bored now. So maybe <laughs> we'll find him something to do. <laughs> um, but he, so that was, I was always exposed to music. I was around music. I went to my first concert when I was four years old. I've been to one trillion concerts in my lifetime, <laughs> especially now with Dan and um, as an adult. But I just was always around music. I've always loved music. I love discovering music and, um, you know, watching his job. I was like, all right, well, being a record promotion person sounds amazing. So that and was kind of my So that is basically the label contact for my dad or people who program like my dad. And so, so your, it's like the record label representative yep, of, of the artist. artist. So like Dan Correct. and Shay was on Warner yep. Brothers. You represented Dan and Shay's mm-hmm. song and then you called all these radio yep. stations saying, here's why you need to add this song exactly. to your playlist. And you can go that in a variety of ways. Just letting the music speak for itself, giving sales stories, giving market stories, concerts, iTunes, 
Showing streaming. numbers. Yeah, like sales, like numbers. Exactly. Not- Whatever it is, you can go like a numerical route. You can go purely emotional. Like that's- Show like videos of a crowd reacting. Yeah, exactly. And it's almost like a sales job in a way um, because you have those certain relationships and partners where you can just be like, I've built this relationship. Like- we're buds, here's this song, and they're going to play it. And the, yeah. Um, or you're going to not have that relationship with everyone, so you have to prove it with you know, a story. And so that's what I thought I always wanted to do. And so I moved, I worked, I did internships from 18 on. So I went to school at the University of Missouri, lived in Nashville every summer interning, did my first one at UMG, did two at Sony. Um, and then after, you know, you think you're going to, you put in all this time and you're like, well, I'm going to just move right to Nashville and have a job. There were no jobs. (laughs) So I was just sitting in my college town, like twiddling my thumbs. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because there aren't any jobs. And finally someone called me and they had a temp job at CAA doing ticket counts. And I was like, well, it'll get me to Nashville. So I moved down here, was doing this like $10 an hour temp job where I literally just called people and asked for ticket sales. That was my whole job day in and day out. It starts to drive you crazy. Um, And five months into it, Chris Palmer at Warner Brothers called me. He knew that I always wanted to work in promotion and said he was going to have an opening as his coordinator. So I went in, I interviewed and, um, funny enough, the two people, it was myself and this girl on a cage who I love dearly. Uh, she was Gloriana's day to day and we were both up for the job and I ended up getting it. And, but what's funny about that is like years later when I left Warner, Anna took my job. And so now <laughs> she is Dan's Northeast regional, oh, that's um, awesome. and took my job. So I, had a really short stint as coordinator at Warner because, um, really sadly, um, the Northeast Regional Lindsay Walliman was diagnosed with cancer and passed away about three months after her diagnosis at 28. I remember that. That was so. <sighs> it was horrendous. Sad. She was my like intern coordinator at my very first internship when I was 18, and so like life full circle. Then I got this coordinator job years later and I was her coordinator and it was so cool. And then when she got sick, they asked me to step in, in her region. And of course with, and I had every expectation of going back to being a coordinator, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, I'll help her in any way she can. Cause she couldn't really travel, especially when her treatment got really serious. And so I would travel and cover her shows and do all of that. And then, um, when we were at, at the ACMs, uh, we all left before the awards because we found out that she had taken a turn. So we all flew down to Houston to MD Anderson, um, to try and be with her. And unfortunately she passed before we got there, but, um, they, it was a really weird time in my life because that was not only like my friend, but my coworker and kind of my idol. Cause she was this like young girl just killing it in the job that I wanted to do. And so being instantly promoted in that manner was really challenging. It was challenging from a personal standpoint, but also it was a really uncomfortable role to fill when you're taking someone's job who was so beloved and she was so young and it was so devastating. And, you know, I'm, I'm equally as devastated as everyone else is because this was my friend, but I have to still do this job that was hers. And it was, and it was your dream job too. It, it was. And but now it's sad. Yeah. So it, it hmm. went, I, it, it started really hard and, um, I, whew, I had a really hard time with it, honestly. Um, and it, I think I felt not guilt because I knew it wasn't my fault, but I did feel uncomfortable. Um, it felt very odd and it felt, you probably and didn't I'm, feel good enjoying yourself I didn't, either. No, and I and I missed her, and like yeah. she was the one who taught me how to be a regional, and so, so it was just to do it with her, side absolutely, by side. and not and that was not how I ever anticipated getting that job, yeah. you know. And so it was just like a weird, a weird time. Uh, but I, we we got over that, and I got into regional world. And one day there was like a demo set on my desk, and it was twenty two songs, and it was so weird because usually when someone brings you a a demo like an artist trying to sign it's like four of their very best songs they were like slaving over and I get this thing that's 22 songs like what in the world is this (laughs) and I start listening to them and it's 22 songs I loved and I went into my boss Chris Palmer's office and I was like what is this and they're like it's these two guys Dan and Shay they're like 
we're desperate to get them, but every label in town is too. So they're going to be in this week. Like, be sure to go say hi. In fact, they have 22 songs. 22 songs. And they were already, and almost done. And that was, it was so crazy. And so I remember them coming in and my other boss, Chris Stacy at the time, um, he was the senior VP of promotion. He came in and was like, uh, you got to go meet the guys. They're down the hall. So I went in. I was so busy that day. So I just like went in the office, said hello, said I loved the music and left. Were you like, you're hot in I your mind? I didn't even think about <laughs> it. Didn't okay. even like cross, none of that even <laughs> crossed my mind. I was just like, you know what? I'm in, I'm out. And like I said hello, but I had so much to do that day. So I left. And the crazy part about it now is that like Dan remembers every element of that interaction, what I was wearing, like all of this stuff. So it's like love at first sight for, for him. him. We always say it for him. And I, but I just wasn't even thinking about it. And you it's know? your artist. Yeah. I, that just wasn't even close to anything on my yeah. mind. He was hopefully going to be my artist. And then he was there. It just never even crossed my mind. Yeah. And it was just, it, we find, we ended up signing them and then they were on our team. Cause I asked Espo, I was like, I have to work these guys. And he was like done. And he, I remember them like playing and I knew every song and he was like, that solidified it for me putting them on the, um, your team, the Warner Atlantic. And that's something team. too, like having a champion is crucial. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you loved this band yeah. and you wanted to fight for them, that is so much better for that, for Dana Shea Absolutely. to be with someone like you, who's like, I get you. I'm going to go to I bat. Care. Yes. Because some people, even though they're great, they don't go to bat for an artist. Totally. And there's a big difference. There is. And, it, and you know, I just was like, there's something here, and I think this is so special. And so we ended up working them, and then I kind of, I found out, you know, pretty close into the working together thing that he had already asked Chris Stacy if he could ask me out. Your boss? My oh boss. My, he he went to my boss. Yes. And, and Chris was like, He's there's... a gentleman. <laughs> But I was so taken aback by it because I had no idea. Like, I truly was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, yeah. And I told him, like, there's no rules against it, but I don't know if it's the best idea. And I was like, oh, well, he's crazy. Like, I'm not interested. You don't have anything to worry about. At this point, had y'all become, like, friends? We had become friends, yes, you're absolutely. you're taking him across the country yep. to radio stations. We were definitely friends. We had a ton in common. We both loved music. And, like, we, I mean... You're both I, vegetarians? Were you we, both vegetarians? We weren't then? at that point. We okay. did that together. Okay. Um, and so, you know, it was just... I was just like, I had not even thought of that. Like, I definitely liked him as a person. But I not just too said, bad to look no, at. No, he's fine to look <laughs> at. But I then, I think that, like, maybe triggered a subconscious thing that was always there when I heard that. And so I remember calling my mom and being like, well, now I'm like, do I really like this guy? Because then I was, like, starting to think about it. I was like, well, wait, like, we do get along really well. And we have so much in common. And I was like, but I can't. I mean, he's my artist. <laughs> and then, as you know, like, being on – I took them on radio tour, so we spent a lot of time together. And traveling and, and traveling. having dinners, and you're getting to know each yes. other. And so then it became – very much undeniable, but I was still very hesitant and reserved because of work. And, um, but eventually it, we were like, all right, this is serious. And we had to have the conversation. Yeah. I'm like, you know, if, if I'm going to go have this talk with my bosses, this has to be for real. And he's like, well, I've been all in since the day I met you. <laughs> so he was like, you have to think about it for yourself. And oh my it gosh, was, Dan, he loved you so he, much. He did. He did. And he still does. Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully I haven't scared him away yet. Um, <laughs> never good but yeah so then we told my bosses and they're like we all it's not ideal but like we'll figure it out and we worked together for about nine months before and and all of this aside I had kind of come to the realization that what I thought was my dream job was not for me um stemming back to my personality it that is a challenging oh, so job many people to make sure that like you when yes. those people are trying not to like correct you. and <laughs> oh, so like your night it was job. it really did was crush your it did and that was ultimately like I I mean I that's what I always say is like I love Warner I love so many of my friends at radio but that specific job crushed my soul and for everyone listening being a regional what Abby was mm-hmm. is you have to go to the radio stations hang out with the pro- the head uh, the head programmers yep. of the stations and you basically have to 
convince them why they need to add yeah. the song. And they are not hesitant at all to be like short. Yes. A or little nope. intense with their yes. feelings. They don't try to sugarcoat and anything. And sometimes you're burying your soul. Like when you are truly passionate about something and then you're like, oh my gosh. And like, so it's a lot of rejection. It's a lot of hearing no. And exactly like you said, I, I don't think I've ever even thought of it in that way is that I want people to like me and those people, and I was having to prove myself. And, um, and they're honestly giving you all the reasons why they don't like yeah, you and your artist. Exactly. <laughs> it's and a nightmare. It is. And I ultimately, through a lot of discussion with my family and Dan, because it was, it, you know, it's, I was so young. Um, How old were you? I was 24. Okay. And then I, was I did it for 16 months. Um, so I was 25 when I eventually left. But I, um, it was like a lot of, you know, you, it, for a 24, 25 year old, it's pretty good money. Yes. And so I was just like, and the, and it was what I always wanted to do. And I was like, what am I doing? But, but I mean, it got to a point where I was so stressed. I mean, losing hair, it just like, wasn't a good fit for me. What is that when you have this dream yeah. your whole life that this is what you want to do? This is your fairy tale. Yep. You get it. You're making great money. You're young. You're independent. You're living out your dream. And then all of a sudden you're like, this is not this what is I not thought my it was going to be. Yeah. Now, do you feel insane? Kind of. You, you totally yeah. lose your direction because you've held this thought for like years yes. now, especially you because you knew it at a young age. Yes. So you for feel like, weird. For you're like, like decades you've believed that this and would be And I your didn't dream have job. another plan. And right. so I was like, what do I do so now? So what happened? Well, I mean, I just had to really process it. And I was like... I think I ha I really focused on the fact that I was only 25 and I was like, I don't want to at 35 have been doing this this whole time and been like, and just forcing myself to, because it was my dream and be like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm 25. I know my heart knows that this is not where I'm going to be How do happy. You know? What's that feeling? I just knew from my physical response for, from the stress, like, and feeling how bad I felt, I knew that I did not want to do that forever. It physically it, was it, taking it, a yes. toll. And, and your soul felt heavy? It did. And there were certain, like, wonderful things about it. Like, I love Warner. Of course. And some oh. people are made for this job. Some people are. And they thrive with, yes. like, the competition of getting yes. the people to be, get Absolutely. on board. And it's like a dream job. It is. And for some people. I, and it I has was, to be a personality. It does. Not and everyone I, can do it. I knew I wanted to make sure that I was, like... I was successful at it before I left because totally, I didn't totally. want to leave it because I knew it because I knew I didn't it didn't feel right from the beginning but I didn't want to leave it and I wanted to make sure that it wasn't it didn't feel right because I just maybe wasn't succeeding at it so I like put in time and like, I'm I, gonna make this yes. happen and so I was very good at it but I, then that made me know for sure I was like you know what like I know <laughs> the squirrels again <laughs> I was like I know for sure you're not quitting because you didn't succeed I'm quitting because I, it wasn't right and, I love that and so I did that and Dan fully supported all of that and was like we'll figure it out and it was the best decision and it was the best of both worlds too because Again, how much I love Warner and everyone in that building. I still get to see them all the time and Stands spend time Warner. with them. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I get to still be with my people and that is um, and still a highlight family. in our life. Yes. And it's uh, they're just such wonderful people. And we've been through so much together as coworkers and then now as Dan's wife. And it was definitely the best decision and it was great. And I Warner has changed my life because I met Dan through them. That's how we got joy. That's how I got started in animal rescue. I just want to take a minute to say how awesome is it to hear how Abby has navigated her life. She had her dream job. She realized it was no longer what she was passionate about. She let herself evolve. I feel like being a woman, there are so many pieces to it. And especially when you get to the point in your life like I am, when you're ready to add a baby into the picture, it is hard to conceive sometimes. There's, so, there's like a tiny little fertile window and you have to find that fertile window each month. Or if you miss it, you got to wait till the next month. Peeing on the sticks, checking your temperature every day, playing the guessing game like I've said before. It's so difficult, but Ava bracelet makes it easy. All you have to do is just wear this bracelet. I keep talking about it because it works for me. I don't support anything that doesn't work. This bracelet works. It doubles your chances of conceiving each month. I'm telling you, if you're ready to 
bring a baby into your world, head to avawomen.com, A-V-A-W-O-M-E-N.com and enter the code REALTALK for $20 off your order. I'm promoting this because it works. I've had so many friends who've had success stories from the Ava bracelet. I use it every night. So check it out if you're ready to grow your family, avawomen.com and enter the code REALTALK for $20 off your order. Okay, Abby, tell us more. How'd you get Joy? Um, there, so Rebecca Sterk Gordon um, was an A&R at the time, and she was fostering this puppy, and I was sitting in my office, and I could hear people cooing, and I was like, it's either a puppy or a baby. And I went out there, and it was a puppy, and it was her foster dog, and I sent Dan a picture of her, and he was like, you want to bring her home? I was like, sure. And so we took her to like on a trial run and within a day we knew we were going to keep her. So we got this dog and that was my introduction to Proverbs. And, and that's the rescue. Yeah. And that, so Proverbs 12 to animal rescue is, um, a rescue that Dan and I have become super, super involved with. And all three of our dogs are from there. And she is the reason that I found Proverbs. And so, and she was my first rescue. We had, um, I had a lab that I had gotten from a breeder just because my parents had gotten dogs from breeders and I didn't know any different. And um, she was my intro and she's, we call her the original rescue and she was my original (laughs) rescue and she's making funny noises. Because she knows you're talking about her. And she sees a squirrel. I know baby girl. Um, Come here baby. Um, But she is, she was the reason that I became so passionate about animal rescue. And now it's like my whole life. I try, I try to volunteer as much as I can. I try to help bring attention to them to help get dogs adopted. Yes. I will transport dogs. We foster when we can. Um, and I try to bring awareness to not just their cause, but adoption in general, because I know that I wasn't super familiar with rescue until I got really familiar with rescue. And I just want people to know that it's an option. I, I, I hate it because people are always like, don't judge me. I did this. I'm like, I don't care. Like I don't have any (laughs) judgment. I always say that I always will say rescue a dog. That is my philosophy. That's how I feel. But if that doesn't work for someone, that's okay. There's no judgment. I just want to bring awareness to how wonderful rescue dogs are and how many great dogs there are in shelters that need a second chance. And we've always had rescue dogs and they are the best dogs. They They, might have their little quirks here and there from their abuse or if they've had trauma. Yep. They are the sweetest They are loving and they just love you so much. Yep. I mean, like I am my dog's whole world and that is like a really (laughs) cool feeling. I'm like, (laughs) these babies love me so much. I know. And I, and they bring so much to me too. And Um, they sit at the dinner table and on the table. Yes. And on the table (laughs) and in the chair. When we first moved into this house, Caroline came over for (laughs) dinner and we're just all sitting there eating pizza. We had like no furniture, nothing going on. And we just look over and Ghost had just (laughs) sat down like he was one of the girls. He's sitting there, had a plate of pizza in front of him. Like, this is like, what we're doing, yeah, right? This is, this is dinner. This is what we do. Um, and it happens pretty regularly with Chief. When Dan and I are having dinner, he'll just come sit in one of the like captain's chairs, like he, again, the chief of the house. Chief, I mean, it's so it. great, but they're how, so special. How's it been watching the skyrocket of Dan and Chase's success? It has been crazy what this past year. What are the different emotions year. that you feel? It's <clears throat> the. Last year has just been so crazy because having been with Dan for the last five and a half years and be taking them on radio tour and being seeing where there when no one showed up to anything and then I, there's just been a shift. Um, I think it was most visible this summer with tequila, uh, with tequila for sure. Tequila has changed our lives thank you jordan reynolds and nicole galleon um it (laughs) has changed our lives that one song that's just like Mm -hmm. the game changer i mean they have a lot of songs yes the one that's just like okay this was the game changer it and it has been and it's been so special to watch like we all loved that song and but we never could have predicted what it was going to do so what Uh, did it do exactly i mean it has been the song has not only was it their fastest chart rise in terms of number one, but it's just been from a radio standpoint, but from a sales standpoint, it's been really crazy um, from just opening up new doors for them. In term- and a new- bit, right? Yeah, it's at pop radio right now. Um, 
which is really cool and exciting. And it's been, it's just been this, I think it, it introduced them to a whole new audience as well. And so it's just kind of what it's, made their fan base grow a lot and um you see it at shows and I think that's been the biggest thing for me to watch just having been at the shows in the beginning and now being at them it's just a whole different energy in such a cool way and and I mean we who's like now speechless is going to be their fastest song um and that's really cool too and that shows wedding videos yes that's the, the wedding video, video one um and Which that's so gorgeous, cool but we don't real it is and that's real i mean we've had people ask us if that was a recreated wedding we're like nope those were actual weddings <laughs> we didn't recreate them uh but who's to say that speechless would have had that same platform without tequila totally. you know um and so tequila has just been transformative and we always tried to be very grateful and happy for what it has done for us and uh, even from we were talking about it a couple nights ago it's like Jordan Reynolds who wrote the song with Dan and Nicole Galleon we um we would not have known him and he is now our best friend he and his wife Taylor like they bought a house we are, we're calling it the house tequila built a mile away from us. Like they were able to buy a new home and they are just, they're just such special people. And we would just wouldn't have that friendship without that song. Yeah. So even at like the base level, despite all the stuff that it's done for Dan's career and Shay's career, it's like, it's been just even on a personal level, mm -hmm. it's like allowed us to have that new friendship and that relationship that we cherish so much. And then, I mean, then Jordan has six songs on the record, so, oh, but it wow. all started from tequila and he and Dan write all the time. And it's just like a really special friendship that they have that never would have come about without it. So I try to think about those things too, that are so much that seem smaller than They're really huge. Than, yeah. than double platinum records and like things like that. But it's, but they're huge. They're, it's like, that's such a special thing and we'll cherish them forever and ever. So it's cool. What have you noticed about fame? The good, the good aspects and the maybe not as delightful aspects. Um, the good is, and I think this goes back to our social media talk. I think that the platform allows you to raise awareness for things. So with, a, I mean, just on like such a small level, there's, we get more adoption applications at Proverbs because of it and things like that. Um, so it gives you an opportunity to be influential that you wouldn't have. Um, I think it's the negative obviously is maybe for for Dan attention that he doesn't want because <laughs> he, he's not like dying he, for attention he's not he wants to live in a studio and he, make music exactly he <laughs> loves making music and um the fame part is just an element of that um the artist thing but he he's not an attention guy so I think that's definitely something that he struggles with but again it all comes back to being a positive because his music is being heard by more people and the stuff that he slaves over day in and day it's out to create. It's getting, yeah, more people are getting to see it and hear it and, um, feel it. And that's a really big positive. Um, I don't think I find too many negatives in all of it. Um, I think there's way more positive than negative, which is a really good thing. And thankfully people are pretty nice to us for the most part. And what would you <laughs> so. say about this community of women? Because <sighs> the wives of country music artists and just like entertainment industry people in general, it's a strong community. It's the best. Explain to me about this community. Cause it's rare. I'm going to probably feel really emotional about it today. Just with, um, the week that we have had that has been filled with a little bit of disappointment. Um, I, and that was CMA week. Yes. Yeah. This is, we are talking two days after CMA. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, You're like right, right uh, in the know, middle of it all. It's okay. Um, and you know, that no, it, it, it was a disappointing week and that's, and, you know, there's been a lot of sadness in that. And just for anyone listening, it's because Dan and Shay were nominated for Duo of the Year. And it was a great, I mean, it was a great yes. group of people, but this was like a moment for them. And it's every, been a big year for us. And, and four nominations, we thought at least one yeah, this year. Totally. Um, we thought we thought one. And so there's some disappointment. Doesn't and I mean love that, that Dan was honest on his yeah. Instagram today and just said, I'm human. I've been sad about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's not to say that anyone was more or less deserving of no, a win. Just, we just were hopeful. Yeah. 
Um, and we love everybody in this community and everyone that won. And it is, but it's that doesn't mean that there isn't some sadness and disappointment and a loss. So, and and overall, this year is a win. There's, yes. but it just on a on such a big platform, judgment hurts. Yeah, um, yeah. But the biggest thing and positive of all this was the support system I had in my fellow wives. Um, they the messages and texts and things of love that I received that night and yesterday um, are, I mean, that's what we talked about. That's just such a, I cherish that so much. And it not only meant so much to me, but to me, then that's the win in itself. Um, I was Haley for the most, I just adore her more than life, but Haley Hubbard sent me some of the most encouraging and loving Texts and we were up for a lot of the same awards because her husband's Tyler yes. from FGL and she's so we lost they lost too uh, yeah. um, and oh the, that's so sweet yes and so she uh, of course I'm sure feels the same disappointment that we felt and but I know and I know Tyler reached out to Dan too and but the words of encouragement and things that she shared with me yesterday made me and even again today like i heard from her first thing in the morning it's like that is such a precious precious thing and i don't know if other genres have the same community that we do they might um but i think it'd be hard to match the friendships and the loyalty and just the genuine love we all share for one another and i mean this includes you um it's just we have these like girls who want everyone to succeed and Mm -hmm. we want our husbands to succeed equally and there's just no competition in it and that we can really lean on each other right and like Like in a real way it it, it's so real and like we understand each other in a way that maybe not everyone can and because we're all living these same lives and but I just I find it so precious that even though we are in a world that has competition that we don't view it that way we all want each other to succeed we root each other on we want everyone to have success because then that means we're all gonna have success together and you don't want to not have everyone have a great time exactly we We all all, enjoy it and ultimately the success that everyone has pushes the genre forward and that opens more doors for all of us and it's so true and we just all want it for each other and i find it just really special that it's we get to anything. have it. I can sometimes I can't believe it because I know we have such a large group of women yep. who are so kind. So and kind. And the husbands are. And like exactly what you said. Yep. Everybody wants to succeed, but like everybody wants everybody, everybody to succeed. Everybody too. Yep. And, and you're rooting for everyone and you yes. feel the pain and you we feel the We all feel it for each other. Yes. You see the whole story in the picture and you're just like, you just feel it. We're all real with our feelings yep. about it. And it's so important. And I just feel that's just like the most treasured thing of all of this. And that might be the positive of all of the success is the friendships that we've gained from it and getting to just be on a ride with a really amazing group of people. And it's really, really special. And, you know, it's like those friendships mean more than any award. (laughs) So so yeah, they're, it's really, really awesome. And, you know, we're, Dan and I are really lucky too to get to have Shay and Hannah on it with us. You know, like we get, to share in the ups with people, but we get to also have the support in the downs. It makes it, you're not as alone in so it. So true. We're sharing the same feelings and it's you so don't nice. feel. It's so nice. It's like a sibling or something. Right. Just to be able to talk about it. Right. Because you get it. We Yeah. We feel the same things and you don't feel as alone in it. Mm-hmm. There's someone else that's sharing in your joys and in the sads too. So it's, you know, we're really lucky in this community and Nashville is so special and I don't think that there's any other community like it. I, I don't. Agree. Right, Chief? Okay, we're going to wrap up. But wrap up. To wrap up a little bit before I ask you the last question, why is it important to be vulnerable and to be able to share? Because that's really hard to do. It is. It's so hard. And like being, putting yourself out there is, and from someone who deals with extreme anxiety, it's like really hard to put yourself out there because the second I share something vulnerable, I like immediately am want to take it it's back vulnerability like yeah remorse, yes you're like oh my Brown gosh I shouldn't it. have shared that I feel like I'm naked like I might yes. as well put a naked picture of me yes. on Instagram when you're I like, overshare right vulnerability. you're like oh my gosh I shared way too much and now <laughs> yes. that's not going to be accepted but then 
99% of the time it is. And then I'm so grateful for it. Like, And you know your heart is good. Right. You know what you shared was for a reason. And I think when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and then we get the response that we were looking for, then it's like makes it so much bigger because if you're not sharing anything and you're just having these like surface level interactions, then yeah, you're not putting yourself out there and you're not going to be scared, but then you don't get the response that like heals you or yes. And like when you put yourself out there and then you have someone be like, I'm so glad you shared that. Or I feel that same way, like here and feeling like you're not alone in your feelings, that's a really, really big part of it. And it goes back to me telling you to listen to the John Bellion record because he's the most vulnerable artist. I I mean, it is, it's insane to me, like the things that, but there are things that we're all feeling. And if he didn't share those feelings, like I wouldn't be sitting here telling you about it and telling you how much it made me feel and allowing me to be vulnerable too. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Abby, you're amazing. So you're amazing. To wrap up, this yes. whole thing's inspiring, but leave your light. If you're going to pass something on, like with how you would wish your, what you're trying to do with your life, how you want to inspire mm-hmm. others, maybe if you're talking to young people or just somebody who's looking up to you and saying like, man, you're amazing. How do I get to be like you? Or, or how, you know, what is yeah. your inspiration? My biggest thing and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, is I want all of us to do something. Um, There is a lot going on in our world and a lot of negative. And I think sometimes it's easy to be complacent um, because we're all very fortunate and very blessed. And it's something Caroline and I were talking about before we started this. And I think think we all need to do something bigger, whether it is... animal rescue or bringing someone food that is experiencing homelessness or even just as small as being kind to one another. I think I'm in a place right now where I just want to make, try and make a difference in whatever way that it is. And I think we all need to do that. And, um, even if it was as simple as if you voted a couple weeks ago, that's so important. Um, I just want to make sure that we're all thinking about the impact that we're making on the world and try and be a positive one. If we all do something positive collectively, yep. just a little bit, the ripple effect will it's start. It's huge. Yes. And it's really important right now because there's a lot of negativity that we could focus on, but I really want to focus on the positive and trying to make something good in this world. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I love you. I love you. You're the best. You're the best. Thank you. you. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me and Abby on this episode of my Wives series. Next week, I have Hannah Mooney joining me. She is married to Shay of Dan and Shay. So this is Abby's sister wife. She is amazing. She grew up on a farm. She is so capable. She's so beautiful. She also is a pageant girl on accident, but she's just such a shining star. She kicked ass in in the pageant world. Hannah's story is so amazing. She's the happiest person on earth. And Shay, her husband, is the funniest person on earth. They're an incredible couple. And you guys, like I've mentioned throughout this whole episode, women especially, if you are wanting to grow your family, make sure you check out Ava Bracelet. They are game changing it for women who are trying to conceive. You wear the bracelet at night. It tracks all of your body temperature. It lets you know how you're sleeping. It gives you a full report of when your most fertile window is and it doubles your chances of conceiving each month. So check them out. AVAwomen.com. Use the code REALTALK for $20 off your order. Again, it's AVAwomen.com. Use the code REALTALK for $20 off your order. Ladies, I'm telling you, if you're ready to grow your family, this is the jam. We will see you next week. I hope you love this as much as I did. I love you guys. Bye.